Welcome back to Property Matters on Dublin South FM and on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Fallon. You can contact us on social media at iProperty Radio or email hello at iPropertyRadio.com. This week, I'm chatting to Hugo Deegan, a junior negotiator at Owen Riley. Hugo is currently completing an apprenticeship at Owen Riley, supporting both the sales and the letting teams. Hugo, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me on, Carol. Um, Hugo, I um, I was so keen to speak to you because despite the fact that you've just done your leaving cert in the last couple of months, I have been aware of you for probably about a year, if not longer. Um, I have never come across somebody so determined to get their foot into uh, the property industry in Ireland. So tell us a little bit something, um, uh, tell us about your background and where did this passion for the property market come from? Yeah, so I come from a, a family with a strong work ethic and um, that have been very entrepreneurial and really encouraged me to do whatever I wanted from a young age. So around transition year, I was kind of looking into different career paths, see which way I kind of wanted to go and stumbled across a state agency, honestly, through watching YouTube videos, TikToks um, and so forth. But yeah, I thought it would be something I really like conversing with people. So I thought... Um, a career in a state agency would be great. So my passion grew from there and I managed to speak to Regina Mangan of Liberty Blue down in Waterford from where, I, where I'm from. And uh, that was great because I was able to give her a call. My mom actually had a career in RTE and interviewed Regina many years ago. So I gave Regina a call and she was really helpful with, with giving me information and advice around, uh, around the career and how I can get started. Very good. Um, well, I, I think it's fair to say you're in good pedigree um, locally in Waterford. You were definitely uh, introduced to the industry by one of the best in Waterford. And now in Dublin, you've joined Owen Riley again, one of the best in Dublin. So you've certainly launched your career um, on the right path. But tell me about the course that you're doing, the training, because I mentioned there that actually your role within Owen Riley as junior negotiator, you're doing that through a, apprenticeship and you're actually you're actually studying as well? Yes, yeah, so I'm studying one day a week on the Wednesday, which is just um, going into college. It's it's kind of split into different modules where it goes into economics, the business side of it, ICT, and uh, there's many different valuations, of course, and uh, many different topics, but it's, it's great to learn the kind of theory side of it, and I'm getting the practical four days a week, so that's definitely really beneficial for me. Has anything surprised you so far? It's a lot more fast paced up in Dublin, obviously, because there's a lot more transactions and um, it's a lot busier, but I'm, I'm loving it, to be honest. Um, well, look, I, I think it's interesting. You know, I love the apprenticeship model across all sectors and all industries. I think it's fantastic to be learning on the job as opposed to, you know, um, studying for a number of years. And then when you get out into the workplace, it's all new. It all needs to be uh, essentially translated. So I think the apprenticeship model is such a super one. And you're coming into the industry at, at a, an interesting time. It's a challenging time. And you're right in the heart of it there um, uh, where you're working. So maybe talk to me about um, your expectations for a career in this industry. Is it residential or commercial that you really see yourself in? Residential, I think, uh, purely because I just I love conversing with people and I, I like helping people. And of course, within the job you'd find um you're either selling 
a property for a vendor which could be the biggest sale of their life or the biggest purchase of another's life so you'd really have to handle it with care and I enjoy helping helping people within the industry of course yeah you know I, I love that you're bringing this back to property being a, a people industry because of course it is you know yeah. we're, we're busy um, you know, I personally get sucked into kind of the technology side of it, trying to make everything more efficient, more streamlined. And, you know, sometimes it is good to have that reminder that actually for people, you know, it, it's different when it's your day job. But for many people, this might be the only home that they buy or the only home that they sell. And it's not just about the property. There's a huge, you know, psychological element. Yeah, and where you're working at the moment, you're supporting both the sales and the letting teams. Yeah. Um, are you are you starting to develop a preference for either side? Um, I think sales. I'd uh, I'd prefer to be honest. The lettings is great. Don't get me wrong, but I think uh, the sales are more suited to just uh, being able to to speak to people selling their homes. But uh, I enjoy, I enjoy both greatly. When you're speaking to people selling their homes, you know, obviously, uh, you're just starting out in your career, so you know, you haven't had to go through the process of selling a home, you know, particularly not one that maybe you have raised your children in, or, you know, um, in some cases, it might be as a result of market breakdown or change yeah. in career, change in geographical location. Uh, you know, again, there's so much, when you sit down to speak to a vendor, um, are you finding it, how are you able to relate to those vendors? I, you know, is this something that's coming naturally to you? Yeah, I mean, it can be difficult at times. Um, I really have to put myself in the feet of the vendor. and um, But it's been great. I've been surrounded by a great team that give me great advice for, you know, it is, uh, as I said earlier, it could be the biggest sale or the biggest purchase. So um, it's definitely a, a great deal. But uh, yeah, no, I it does come fairly naturally to me being able to understand where people are coming from, put myself in their shoes. Um. Are you, what problems, what challenges are you seeing, you know, maybe within the process of how we transact, how we buy and sell property in Ireland? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, on the letting side, um, there's obviously a, the, let, the rental market in Dublin has been found to be really dysfunctional over the, the last few years, but that's that's because a lot of different factors, high taxation, um, landlords exiting the market because of that, and you ha now have the eviction ban coming in. Uh, so there's a lot of different factors that play into uh, the the rental side being so dysfunctional. Yeah, you know, I, I can remember, gosh, nearly 20 years ago when I was transitioning from a background in law to property, when I was just on the periphery of the market, I could see nothing but problems. I could see nothing but but challenges to be fixed, uh, problems to be fixed, challenges to really be tackled. And, you know, it's amazing over the years uh, when you're in the industry, sometimes you can be blind to those and you need the fresh eyes coming from outside. And that's why I think you coming in with a genuine passion for people and for this industry, you know, really, my great hope is that you're part of the generation that will really address some of the entrenched problems um, and you know maybe the maybe question and challenge some of the processes that just don't even make sense anymore you know for example in Ireland we have we still have this crazy situation where people pay a book and deposit that is legally binding on neither party um, you know it, it doesn't have any impact um, you know and 
we still need to wait to get to the stage of contract deposits. I mean, you know, we're now gone past the stage where that's probably relevant. You know, are there things when you look at the process and you're learning it from scratch, are you looking at it and seeing areas that just don't even make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like you mentioned, uh, the deposit, I'd look at that, especially coming from someone who hasn't had that much experience and is a new entrant into the the property sector. I'd look at that and, and be a bit confused because, yeah, as you said, it's not legally binding. You know, you can always have that money back. So it is a, a bit of a waste, I believe. But um, of course, uh, I should have said probably at the start, if I say anything that's um, incorrect or anything, I'm only I'm only new to the market. So uh, yeah, definitely be giving me a, a chance, I suppose. Ah, uh, yeah, look, absolutely. And you know, the thing is, you're saying that you don't have much experience almost in, in a bit of an apologetic way, where it's actually, I see huge value in you not being burdened with the experience, not being burdened with uh, the how we've always done things. So actually, I'm a huge believer in people coming to a new sector, a new industry with fresh eyes. And sometimes that's people coming mid-career level, maybe from having been in a different sector and bringing that knowledge. But don't underestimate the power that fresh thinking can bring to any industry. In fact, I think, you know, it is really not only the duty, but it's the opportunity of each new generation coming into a sector to look around and say, hey, listen, why are we doing this? That doesn't make sense. Are there other ways? You don't really challenge what's mm. happening. Um, you know, and that that's how industries get better. And you know, arguably, after Ireland went through the, the property crash, there was an opportunity to fix things that wasn't available. You know, we, we could have made things better over the past 12, 13, 14 years, and arguably we probably didn't do it. Now, more has happened since COVID. Um, and it's really interesting that you were coming into this industry during COVID period. So in terms of, you know, that's going to be your baseline uh, for viewings and, you know, for uh, virtual tours. And you mentioned there that a lot of your learning in this industry has been around TikTok. But of course, you're in the firm that is absolutely leading the field in terms of estate agencies on TikTok. So talk to me about the social media side and reaching out to maybe a new audience. Yes, yeah, so TikTok's definitely a great way to market your business. I know Owen, my boss, is extremely active on TikTok and is the most followed TikToker in in the property sector across Ireland. So TikTok does work. It does draw on business 100%, and it's an added way you can market a property, you know, a new listing you might have. It's a great way that you can get more exposure and more eyes on the property. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um. Have you any exciting plans to kind of create change? Are you seeing any opportunities for change? Um, yeah, definitely a few things. Um, as you mentioned, the, the double deposit, but I feel it's a little early on on my journey to give my opinion yet as a yet. Just I wouldn't have the knowledge just to be to be fully known what what I would change if I were, were to change anything. But um, definitely in time to come, I'll be uh, I'll be speaking publicly about things I'd like to change 100 percent. Fantastic. And uh, just back to the course that you're doing, um, what size is the class? So we have I, it's, I believe it's about 24 in our class and there are three, three different classes. So, yeah, they're quite large classes. And where is it in terms of diversity? I mean, uh, gender wise, male and female? 
Yeah, it would actually be quite female dominated. I'd say probably 65 to 70% of the class is female. Um, talking about ages, myself, I'd probably be the youngest in the year, but uh, there'd be, I think, three or four other Leaving Cert students that have just finished their Leaving Cert. But uh, you'd have the age range leading all the way up to late 40s. Amazing. So that's people coming in from other industries that are looking to to change. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, because look, you know, and there's so many other uh, there's so many other facets to diversity beyond um, gender and age that and, and um, you know, even technical backgrounds, you know, that we really need to embrace in the industry. You know, we haven't we haven't seen a huge uh, a huge spin towards uh, a more diverse professional sector um but hopefully hopefully that's on the way and um, how long is the course the course is two years and then i'll have my my full license excellent and in terms of the you know you mentioned there that you know part of that is economics and ict um i have a huge area i have a huge interest in the area of ict and technology mm-hmm. um so are you being trained on any new technologies that you're excited about and actually not too much at the moment really it's just learning um the laws around technology data breaches and everything like that in college but uh yeah they said that we'll be learning kind of different platforms and how to do, how people create the platforms and easier ways to get around um uh say repit or acquaint different online platforms that are used with estate agents very good. And before we finish up, you know, I'd like to take a full circle there because, you know, you talked about this being a people business. And of course it is. Um, you know, you, you might just share with us really, you know, your ambition for how you're going to grow your career while really adding value to, to the people whose homes that you're being entrusted or whose investment properties that you're being entrusted with. Yeah, so... Um... It 100% is a people's business and um, there's a lot of trust that needs to be in with the estate agent and the vendor. And um, that's really upheld through communication, I believe, and constantly, you know, picking up the phone, ringing the, ringing the vendor. It might not be a WhatsApp, might not be sufficient for the chat you're about to have, but uh, definitely picking up the phone, communicating with your vendor, keeping that trust there. You know, I, I think that that's a great note to finish on. Um, look, the, the industry is certainly in safe hands. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. It's, it's brilliant to hear the perspective of, of newcomers coming into the industry. And again, you know, don't apologize for not having much experience. Remember, there's value and there's power in that. And it is absolutely OK to challenge things that you see in the industry that don't make sense because honestly the industry has been a little bit and i include myself on that we've been a little bit complicit in allowing bad you know bad processes to build up and i think with the wave of technology there's really an opportunity to get that right so don't apologize for not having much experience um turn turn that into your superpower to see opportunities to really make it better for the people that we're serving at the end of the day this is a service industry um, so my thanks again to Hugo Deegan, a junior negotiator with Owen Riley. Uh, we need to take a quick break. Stay tuned. 